back in the house of God one more time. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you that um, regardless of what we have experienced over the past few days, weeks, months, none of that stuff is bigger than our God. Amen. You know, no matter what I go through, I always feel like it ain't over until God says that it's over. If you are a child of God, you always have that trump card in your hand. Doesn't matter who's against you, who's trying to tear you down, who's trying to do things to you. If you have Jesus in your life, you have all that you need. I'm going to tell you something, church. You know that you're growing in Christ when you depend upon God more and less upon people. I have come to the realization that as I continue to tick that clock, I got some problems that folk can't help me with. So ain't no point in me bringing it to them. I need to take it to Jesus. I want to encourage you today that if you have something that is on your mind and something that you feel that uh, continues to stay on your mind, I want you to know, first of all, that you're human. We have things like that that comes into our lives, but we have to totally depend upon God because God has the power to elevate us above any situation. Are y'all ready for me today? I want to talk about don't stop your blessings from flowing. Amen. Don't stop your blessings from flowing. Amen. I believe that we all can touch and agree that there is no better feeling than the feeling of being blessed. It's just good to be blessed. And it feels like a blessing when you can tell someone that you're blessed. And even when things in our lives happen to us and they make us feel uncomfortable or they make us feel like we may not have as, as much favor as we may want, God still has a way of giving us peace that surpasses all understanding. For every bad thing that we see, God has a way of allowing us to see something else that's good. He gives us the ability to look for the good in the land of the living. Depending upon the situation, sometimes we have to dig deeper than we do at other times to see the goodness of the Lord. Sometimes it takes some prayer and some supplication and some meditation to be able to rejoice in the goodness of the Lord. But the closer our relationship is with God, the more we will be able to see him during our storm. As a child of God, we always have someone to turn to and somewhere to run to. We can always go to God. Today, I want people to understand that it is possible for God to help us with one battle, but then 
He can allow us to be on our own during another battle. Now the word says that he would never leave nor forsake us. So it's not that God leaves us. The problem arises when we leave him. Believe it or not, many people have made the conscious decision to walk away from their relationship with God. Although all of our help comes from him, although we cannot survive without him, and although we need his blessings to exist, to function, and to prosper, many people treat their relationship with God like they treat a relationship that they have with a person that they ain't feeling. Every now and then, I believe we need to go back and revisit the foundation. Because the foundation is what we stand on. It's what we believe in. And, 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 and I know if you're anything like me, sometimes, although we're running and we're running hard, sometimes we can get tired. Sometimes we can get discouraged. Sometimes it appears that when we're coming out of one storm, we're headed into another one. Sometimes we can be in a storm and it'll get heavier. So I believe that when we meet, when we come together, like God commanded us to come together, we need to encourage one another to keep holding on and to never leave the Lord. Believe it or not, people do things without thinking about them. How many of you believe that you are not going to live to see tomorrow? That's interesting. How many of us have control over time? So we, we believe we're going to see tomorrow, but we have no control over time. So that means that we must believe that God is going to bless us to see tomorrow. Are y'all with me? Now, you know that if God blessed us contingent upon how good we've been, there would be some graves tomorrow. But because of his love, his mercy, his long suffering, he leaves us here. Some of us, we've found ourselves in a situation that we should have never been in. But guess what God did? He blessed us. Have you ever been in a place that you had no business being and was praying to God to bless you to get out of the place? Y'all know, know what I'm talking about? Amen. Amen. I was thinking earlier we need to just talk about the relationship we have with God. I mean, if you think about it, we appear to have a great relationship with him because nobody raised their hand to say that I don't believe that I'll be here to see tomorrow. And nobody raised their hand to say that they have control of a time. 
And nobody can raise their hand to say that they're so good that God is just going to allow them to stay here. Because we know all of our goodness are like what? Filthy rags. So that means that we depend upon God for every single thing that we have. Our eyesight, our taste, our touch, our function, our mind. You know, when you get up in the morning, before you get mad, you should thank God for waking up. Because it's a blessing. You know, some folk, they look outside and they say, well, today is going to be a bad day. It's raining. When I look outside and see the rain, I see the sun shining. Because I'm just glad that God allowed me to be on this side of life. But sometimes we just need to take a station identification break. And just think about how do we really treat the Lord? The one that we believe that's going to allow us to see tomorrow that doesn't have to allow us to see tomorrow you know people will walk away from God for the smallest of reasons now of course it all comes down to giving into their own desires but people will jeopardize their relationship with God just so they can continue to tell lies that mean nothing and profits no one anything sometimes people can be Laying in a hospital, sick, but have enough breath in their lungs to start trouble. <laughs> and they will make troubled phone calls from their hospital bed instead of thanking God. Amen. Here's one that I talk about. Can, can we talk like this today? Because I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> here's, here's one to get me. People tell you to pray for them. Then when you don't visit them as much as they think you should visit them while they're sick. They get angry. Not realizing last week. You couldn't walk. Now you're walking all over the place. Last week, you didn't even have the strength to pick up a telephone to dial someone's number. But this week, God gave you the health and strength. But you're angry because not many people showed up to visit you. When you ask someone to pray for you, what do you expect to happen? Do you think that means everybody's going to run to your house? Or are you really asking folk to pray that Jesus stops by? So if I'm sick and no one calls me, but if Jesus stops by, I shouldn't be upset with nobody because the prayers of the righteous. Amen. Oh, y'all understand where I am right now. People will walk away from God just to get with someone that they have no business being with. They will give those individuals more time than they give God. The more amazing piece is. How people will spend more time with people that they know aren't, that these people are not for them. They know these people are against them.
But they will spend more time with these individuals than they do with God. On some people's priority list, God is near the bottom. Brothers, I may need a little help up here. We got you. We got you. It's getting a little, it's getting a little quiet. But I like it quiet sometimes. I like to hear myself talk. We need to really think about this. People will walk away from God to further their finances, whether it be by stealing from someone else or by robbing him. Some people have set aside an offering to give God, but ended up spending it on clothes, vacation, shoes, dinners, and other stuff. Amen. Amen. They said they purposed in their heart to give it to God. But when Macy's had a 12-hour sale <laughs> in only 12 hours, God came up short. Isn't it amazing how some people know the names of the players on multiple football, baseball, and basketball teams? Can even tell you their stats. But barely know the names of anyone in their own congregation. These are the people that they sing with, they pray with, they worship with. But they don't know them. Isn't it amazing how some people's offering for an entire year is less than what they spent to go on a trip for a few days. People would spend thousands to go see trees, water, birds, and more people that look just like them. But won't give God a bonus. When God blesses you, you should bless him. I know I'm going to be by myself today, but... I'm cool like that. Amen. We just need to reset sometimes. Amen. Think about what we're doing. Now, don't get me wrong. Some folks say, well, he don't want me to go on vacation. See, that's why I don't like going to church. I'm going to go on my vacation. I deserve, I'm not telling you not to go on your vacation. But what I'm saying is, God's money is not supposed to go with you. Amen. You know, if you don't know what it means to not take God's money with you on a vacation. Let's swap out God and put Commonwealth Edison in his place. Take your light bill money on your vacation. I don't think I have to say anything more about that. But think about it. God should always be the highest priority in our lives. But sometimes because God is so good to us, we believe that we have favor all the time. But we can act.
actually step away from God and out of his favor. Now, don't get me wrong. Of course, God blesses us with health and strength and he blesses us with different things. But there are certain blessings that we're not going to get if we don't continue to walk in faith and obedience. I believe that sometimes God does not get the appreciation that he deserves. Many people have become accustomed to waking up and looking at email, text messages, even before they say, thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you for my vision. Thank you for the motor functions. Thank you for my intelligence. It's amazing how some people will text and talk on the phone about nothing for hours, <laughs> but can't give God five minutes during their day just to say, Lord, I thank you. Amen. It's amazing how people spend more time on Facebook than they do in the Word. Some folk can't function right. without getting on Facebook saying, what up, fam? <laughs> but they never touch their Bible for the whole day. Amen. Amen. I'm just talking. It's amazing how people can't leave home without their phone. Do you remember how you felt when you left home and realized that you didn't have your phone? If you weren't too far, what'd you do? Turn around. Go back. You turned around and went back and got it. That's right. It make people feel empty. It makes them feel like they're missing something when they don't have their mobile phones. They don't want to leave home without it. But they feel okay leaving home without Jesus. I need my phone so I can talk to you about nothing. I'm getting somewhere. I'm getting somewhere. And you're probably wondering, where, where, where are you going with this? I know the struggle is real. Preachers struggle. Deacons struggle. Elders struggle. Pure, pure seats, uh, uh, sitters. I call them sitters. They sit in the pew and they struggle. Everybody struggle. The struggle is truly real. But if you think about it, how much is God worth to us in our lives? Even worship. Some folk have gotten so accustomed to coming to worship to run. They forgot that we was there to worship Jesus. A lot of places, worship service has, has become a place for folk to just that. Feel good. My man said, wow, yes. Even kids know they're like, that's something. But here's the thing. This is what I wanted to tell you about. You remember, we were talking about Joshua 
and the children of Israel. And you remember how God told Joshua to meditate on that law. How long, church? You were here day and night. And he told them to be of good courage. He told them to be strong. He told them not to be afraid. Well, he knew that some things were going to come up. That Joshua was going to have to depend upon him. Now, you remember something that happened around that time. God had them walking in faith and obedience around a wall. They did this for about a week. And we touched and agreed that it didn't seem like walking around the wall had anything to do with the wall coming down. They didn't have to touch the wall, kick the wall, shoot the wall, nothing. They just had to have faith and they had to continue to be in obedience. Well, the thing is, because of their faith and because of their obedience, God called, he caused the wall to fall. And they were able to seize the land that they were looking at. This happened, I want to say maybe all this was in about a week's worth of time, let's just say. So the blessings were coming. But sometimes when God is blessing us, we really have to be careful when we're getting blessed. Because we may take his blessings for granted. We may figure, well, he's blessing me now. So the next thing that I encounter, I know he'll bless me with that because he's blessing me with this. The Bible says he's the same today, yesterday, and forever, which is true. He doesn't change, but we change. I'm getting somewhere. Y'all just hold on. No gas charge today. There was an individual who was a part of the blessing that God allowed Israel to have. And I thought it was so fitting because they were hyped. They were happy. They were glad because God was blessing them. But with anything, God lets us know, rejoice in me. But you only can do so much because you belong to me. So when God blesses us, we have to make sure that we don't stop the flow of our blessings. Amen. Amen. Just because God helped me to fight the battle yesterday doesn't mean that I can give up on him and he's still going to help me fight a battle that I got scheduled for Thursday. I need to continue to walk in faith and obedience at all times. Are y'all understanding this? This is something that the devil doesn't want you to know. You're blessed today. And although some things may happen in your life that you don't like, you can still hold on to God and thank him for the blessings. Because you know you're walking in faith and in obedience. There's nothing like getting beat up, but you're still walking in faith and obedience. It's a different type of whooping when you get whooped by life, 
but you're still holding on to Jesus. Because God is not going to let or allow too many things to happen to you. He's always going to make a way for us to escape. But we have to continue to walk in faith and obedience. I want to just pound that in today. If you fall asleep within the next three minutes, remember this. You have to continue to walk in faith and obedience. Every battle is one battle at a time. Don't think that because you were faithful for a week and God blessed you, that you can have your way the next week and he'll still bless you like he did last week. His expectations doesn't change. As a matter of fact, the more God gives us victories, the closer we should become to him. The more we should worship him. The more we should praise. You know, you know I, I, I even told somebody one time, you know, if, 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 if God allow you to save Say like God sends someone your, your way and, and you were going to buy something and, and you save some money. You know, we ought to have the relationship with God where we'll throw in a little extra because he blessed us. People say, I was with you until you start talking about money. Listen what I'm saying. I'm going to get to where I want to be, but I need you to understand what I'm saying. If God allows you to save $1,000, what is it for you to throw in an extra hundred? You still 900 up. Mm-hmm. Amen. We got to grow there. Amen. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is, look at how he blesses us. Some of us, we didn't take care of ourselves. We dogged ourselves out. Ate bad, drank bad, had bad sleeping habits. Then you go to the doctor and all your numbers check out. You get a good report. Who did that? God. God. Imagine if he had to step back. Mm-hmm. See, God ain't got to do nothing to us, He could just stop doing things for us. Amen. Amen. Are y'all understanding? Amen. I'm trying to get us in the space, you and I, in the space where we realize God blesses us because of who He is and not because of who we are. Amen. Amen. We can't have a sense of entitlement when it comes to God. All of His blessings should be thanked for. We should thank Him. For every single thing that he does. Now, I'm going to get to the meat of my message. Why am I saying all of this? Now, you remember, God told Israel, I'm going to give you Jericho. It's in your hands. You don't have to do nothing but walk. Trust me. Obey me. Let's go to Joshua chapter number 6. Joshua chapter number 6, verse number 16. Brother Dion, what you got? And the seventh time it happened. It happened when they walked around the seventh time. Go ahead. When the priests blew the trumpets. When the priests blew the trumpets. That Joshua said to the people. Keep going. Shout 
He says, shout. Has given you the city. He said, the Lord has given you the city. Keep going. Now the city shall be doomed by the Lord to destruction. It and all who are in it. Only Rahab, the harlot, shall live. Now he said that God is going to destroy this city. You got, see, they didn't have to worry about that because this was all in their favor, right? Mm -hmm. Because they were walking in what? Faith and what? Obedience. I Amen. love having Bible study on Sunday morning. Couldn't wait Amen. to get here. Amen. Now, so now they're walking in faith and obedience. See, when we walk in faith and in obedience, we're on the side that God is on. Are y'all understanding this? Now keep going. The Bible says what? Only Rahab the harlot shall live. Keep going. She and all who are with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. Keep reading. And you. He said, uh, and you now. The, who? Who are you? The ones who are walking in faith and obedience. You. What? By all means. By all means. Abstain from the accursed things. Don't touch what you ain't got no business touching. Now, God has already given you the victory. He's just asking you to remain faithful. Don't get greedy. Don't let your eyes be so big that you walk away from God. Are you with me so far? Amen. Amen. He already gave you the victory. Keep reading. Lest you become accursed when you take of the accursed. If things. you touch something that God said don't touch, now you are accursed. Keep going. And make the camp of Israel a curse. Keep going. And trouble it. Keep going. But all the silver. And all gold. the. Now watch this. See now. See now. This is where we get into. Now you remember how we got a little quiet when I mentioned money. It's like that. It was like that back then too. <laughs> watch this. Now he had to notice. He talked about the accursed things, right? Mm -hmm. Now he's going to spell out what he's talking about, just so folk can understand. He said what? But all the silver all and gold. All the silver and what? And gold. And gold. And vessels of bronze. And vessels of bronze. And iron. And iron. Are consecrated. They are consecrated, separated. They belong. Keep going. To the Lord. To the Lord. Keep going. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. Keep going. So the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpet. Now, just stop there. God said, I'm blessing your life. You have a blessing. But you're going to see some things that belong to me. Don't touch it. Amen. Amen. Some people don't understand this. God said, I gave you a raise. I promoted you. You're going to get some extra finances. But when you do the math, some of that money belongs to me. Y'all woke? Can y'all hear me? Amen. Amen. He said, don't touch that money. I've already given you the victory. You've been asking for 20 extra thousand dollars a year. Gave it to you, but don't take all 20. Give some of that money to me. Amen. Amen. Let me walk because y'all making me nervous. 
Remember, they had the victory. They had already been given the victory, but they still had to walk in faith and in obedience. Just because God blesses us, that does not mean that we can take our eye off of God. Because we have to take it one day at a time. Are y'all with me? Now, watch this. Let's go to chapter number seven. They have the victory. God told them what not to touch. Let's go to chapter number seven. You there, Dion? Yes, sir. Let's read it. What does it say? But the children of Israel. The children of Israel. Committed a trespass. They committed a trespass. What they do? Now, they already had the victory. What did they do? Keep going. Regarding the cursed things. For Achan, uh-huh. the son of Carmine, mm-hmm. the son of Zabdi, mm-hmm. the son of Zerah, mm-hmm. of the tribe of Judah. Keep going. Took of the cursed thing. Took of the cursed thing. Keep going. So the anger of the Lord burned against the children of Israel. Now, this is what I want you to see. They already had the victory. But because they disobeyed God or someone disobeyed God, his anger was kindled against them. So in other words, just because God shows us favor again, that does not mean that we can go on and live the way we want to live. We still have to walk in faith and in obedience because another battle is coming. Are y'all understanding that? We have to understand that, you know, you know, a lot of times, you know, we believe that we're in the favor of God because he's so good. But I I just want to just reset us. You're intelligent. You know, you have to quit listening to folk that just keep talking about, oh, how good he is. And he's so beautiful and he's so wonderful and, and God would do this and he would never hurt. Listen, when God wants something, he knows how to get everybody's attention. And I need you to understand today that although we may have favor, God still expects for us to reverence him. Amen. 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 Honor him. Amen. Be obedient to him. Now think about it. These, these individuals, God was on their side, but his anger was against them because they went against him. Keep reading. Now Joshua, Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is beside Beth Avon, on the east side of Bethel. Keep and going. Spoke to them, saying, "What did he say? Go up and spy out the country." So the men went up and spied out on Ai. They went and spied out Ai. They looked at the country. Keep going. And they returned to Joshua and said to now him, "Now watch this, y'all. Look at this. You got your Bible? Look what they said when they came back. What they say? Do not let all the people go up. They said all the people ain't got to go up. Keep going. But let about two or three thousand men go up and attack Ai. We're just going to get a percentage of men to go up and attack them. Keep going. Why? Do not weary all the people there, for the people of Ai are few. It's only a few people there. We don't need anybody to fight. It's just a few people there. Keep going. So about three thousand men went up there from the people. But what? Now just stop there. Why do you think? That they only thought they needed a few people. I'm going to tell you why. Because they had confidence in God. Because he had already given them a victory. So they're saying, or they're thinking, well, here's another battle that we have to go through. We don't have anything to worry about because God already gave us victory over the last battle. So we are for sure that he's going to give us 
the victory over this battle. So we don't even have to send everybody. But here's the thing. When you go back to the first verse, it lets you know that somebody stepped out of the favor of God. Amen. Amen. Are y'all getting this? Amen. What it means is we can't always hang our hat on the last battle that God delivered us from. We have to continue to believe no matter what happens in our lives. So they said, we ain't got to send everybody up. Keep going. But they fled before the men of Ai. Keep going. And the men of Ai struck down about 36 men. Now watch this. Now listen. This is why I love Bible study. The last battle they had, all they had to do was walk around the wall. That was it. This battle, they like, we ain't even got to bring everybody. We just going to go in and we going to take it over. But when they went and tried to take over, immediately some people got their head peeled. Yeah. <laughs> do y'all see this? Amen. Keep going. For they chased them from before the gate as far as Shabarim. Wait, wait. Do you understand what's happening? These are God's people who just won, who just made the walls drop. They go into AI, and now they're being killed, and now they're being chased. Who's being chased? God's people. Well, how is it possible that God's people are being chased. You remember he told Joshua, I'm with you. I'll be with you just like I was with Moses. I told Moses that I'm telling you. That. Well, how is it that God can seemingly not be with us? It's because they had sin in the camp. God does not exist where sin is. The Bible says in him. There is no darkness. Are y'all understanding this? This may be 102 for you today. Maybe it's 201. But they had confidence that they would be able to take over. But now they see that something is not like it was the last time. Something is missing. Something is wrong. Keep reading. And struck them down on the descent. Therefore, the hearts of the people melted. Now, you know, when you start getting whooped. Your confidence falls. I just want to talk to you about this, church. You know, I didn't even come to preach today. I just came to deliver a message. Sometimes our confidence fails us because of the way we're living. When we're not close to God and something happens, it crushes you. Okay, so you didn't get the raise that you were looking for. You didn't get the promotion that you were looking for. You know, you didn't get the accolades that you were looking for. That thing tore you up for three months. You couldn't even look at the person who got the promotion. But when you're holding on to God, when you don't get the promotion you're looking for, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't feel like that you've lost everything. You just know that must have not been for me. Failure. Can give a person confidence if they're in Jesus. We got to learn how to tell the Lord, Lord, I thank you because you said no to me. Apparently, that's not where you wanted me to be. Amen. But when God ain't with you, 
And you are getting whooped on every side of your life. Your confidence fails. Then somebody look at you and say, you losing weight? Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? You already feeling bad. Or they look at you and say, you don't look like yourself. See, we all go through things. Amen. Amen. But the difference is when we take Jesus with us. Amen. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. These individuals didn't have the support of God. He had just delivered them. But now something changed. Keep reading, Brother Dion. And became like water. They, look at what it says. Their confidence became like water. You know what that means? No strength. Weak. Weak. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Then Joshua tore his clothes. Joshua, he tore his clothes. And fell to the earth on he, his face. He fell to the earth on his face. Before the ark of the Lord. Keep going. Until evening. He and the elders of Israel... And they put dust on their heads. Keep going. And Joshua said, Alas, Lord God, why have you brought this people over the Jordan at all to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us? Keep going. Oh, that we had been content and dwelt on the other side of the Jordan. Joshua said, maybe we came a little too far. Maybe we should have stayed where we were. Things ain't like we thought they were going to be. Keep reading. Oh, Lord, what shall I say when Israel turns his back before his enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land will hear it and surround us and cut off our name from the earth. Then what will you do for your great name? Keep reading. So the Lord said to Joshua. What did he say to Joshua? Get up. Get up, Joshua. Why do you lie thus on your face? What you on your face for? Israel has sinned. Now, now listen. Can y'all see this? They're getting whooped. Joshua don't know what's going on. We just won the last battle. Now he on his face saying, what's happening? And God said, get up. What you on your face for? Keep reading. Israel has sinned. Israel has sinned. That's what the problem is. You want me to continue to be good. You want me to continue to deliver you. You want me to continue to give you what you want. But sin is in the camp. Amen. And I don't exist where sin exists. Amen. If you want a blessing to come in your house, get the sin out of it. If you want a blessing in your life, get the sin. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? I want you to know this. This is a deeper understanding. Yes, God is good. Of course he's good. But I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm a gospel preacher. Amen. Say it, brother. Say it, brother. Are you understanding that? Amen. Amen. You got to understand this. If we want God to bless us, look, we all go through things. Sometimes we all get off our square. You know, sometimes it takes, it takes some courage and some strength for me to get up, to wash my face, to brush my teeth, to get ready. Sometimes I got to look at myself in the mirror and say, you are a child of God. You can make it. Don't let nobody hold you down. Get up and do something. We all go through something. But we got to get the sin out of our lives if we want the victory. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Say it, brother. We can't expect for God to deliver us each time when sin is in the camp. Amen. Amen. But see, some folk don't want to tell you that. Because they want you to leave feeling great. Although your life ain't great. God said, if you want me, move to sin. So what's separating God from you? Or who? Read Dion. And they have also transgressed my covenant. He said they transgressed my covenant. What covenant? I, I made a deal with you. We made an agreement. I told you I had your back. I told you there were certain things that I did not want you to touch. And you know what you did? You touched them. But you're still looking at me like I'm supposed to bless you. That's why he looked at Joshua, get up. Ain't nothing wrong with me. It's something wrong with the people. You know, sometimes we'll... Lord, I don't know why this happened. Lord, sometimes we'll uh, uh, put the blame on God, but God is never the blame for things that happen. We need to take a look in our own lives. When I, when I look at that, how he told Joshua to get up, it reminds me of, you know, you know if a kid, you know, if they know that you're going to come home and they know you're going to get that belt when you, they get home and they all in the bed underneath the covers and they all crying and all that stuff, get up, up get from underneath those covers. What you laying in the bed for? Because I'm coming for you. God said, what you laying there for? There's a reason why you're not victorious. There's a reason why things are not happening like they happened last time. Keep reading. Which I commanded them. Keep going. For they have even taken some of the cursed things. They took some stuff. I, listen, I gave them land. They went in, got greedy, and took some stuff. Not only did they take some stuff, they took my stuff. <laughs> Are y'all still with me? Amen. Amen. Keep reading. And have both stolen and deceived. And they have also put it among their own stuff. You know, that's when you know you're stealing. When you take it and put it with your stuff and be like, that's mine. But you know what? How different is it? When we take his money and put it with our vacation money. How different is it when we know that we are going to give an offering on Sunday, but we at the Mercedes Benz place on Saturday, and we need to come up with another $1,000 to make the note better. But his money is in that money. They're getting less amens and less amens. I was going to hold a bunch of them. You understand what I'm saying, bro? What is it that we want so bad that we are willing to lose God for? What is it? Who is it? God said, you touch stuff I told you not to touch. Think about this, y'all. They had all that land they could take. Go swing on a tree, bite an apple, do whatever you want to do. Just don't touch my stuff. 
I'm giving you the victory. Now, isn't it something how people will diss the one who gave them? Y'all starting to catch on to this, ain't you? I told you we was going to have a Bible study today. Some of us have stood God up to go on a date with the devil. And we're praying that all goes well. Y'all feeling me? I wanted to show you this in the Bible because we only read half of it. I'm trying to let you understand and I try to convince myself as well. I persuade myself as well. You know, I can baptize a thousand people, but if I'm not walking like God wants me to walk, then I'm in hell trouble too. I can't get into heaven based upon how many people I baptized. What God get, did for me last year when I was walking in faith, I can't just automatically think he's going to give me everything I'm asking for this year, especially when I'm not walking in faith. Sometimes we feel that God is not listening to us. It's not that he's not listening to us. We ain't listening to him. He said, don't touch it. And you know what? The kind of God we serve, if you need it, he will give it to you. You ain't got to steal from God. You don't believe it? Listen. There was a time when you didn't have as much money as you have right now. There was a time that you didn't have to go to school to learn how to add your budget. Because they were, <laughs> they were single digits. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But look at how God has advanced you. Amen. Amen. But what we got to believe and we got to understand, just because God did it then doesn't mean that he'll do it now if we're not walking in faith and obedience. Don't take the blessings that God give you for granted. Amen. 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 You know, I was thinking the other day, I was watching television and how uh, there are countries that uh, 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 Americans fly to and they're risking their lives to go to these different countries. I don't want to see nobody, no trees, no apples, no water, no, no sand, no dirt, no fish, no nothing that bad where I'm going to spend my money and get on a plane and fly to a country that I may get my wig peeled at. They'll go to a country where they may get killed, but won't even come to service where there's safety. I'm just telling you how sometimes we do God. I just need to, and I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to me. What did the Lord say? Keep going. Therefore, Therefore, the children of Israel, the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies. They couldn't even stand before their enemy. You want to know why folk keep slapping you around? When you don't have God in your life, your enemy has power over you. You know why you can't stand certain people who ain't caring about you? Because you can't stand before your enemy. When folk Amen. don't like you and you have God in your life, it doesn't matter how they feel about you. As a matter of fact, we're supposed to win folk over by the love that they see in us. Amen. Amen. But when... God is not with us. We can't stand before the enemy. Yeah. 
When we're with God, it doesn't mean that things are not going to happen. Don't, don't leave here believing that if I keep walking in faith and obedience, nothing is going to happen. No, some things are still going to happen. But what I'm saying is when you have God on your side, all you know is you are going to be delivered. You don't know when, you don't know how, you don't even know where, but you know that you're going to be delivered. Why? Because God made some promises to us. He's going to take care of his children. But we have to continue to walk in faith and obedience despite the situation. The Bible says what? But turn their backs before their enemies. They turn their backs before their enemies. Keep going. Because they have become doomed to destruction. Keep reading. Neither will I be with you anymore. Now look, now look what the Lord say. Can you imagine hearing these words? Mm. Read it again. Neither will I be with you anymore. Listen. I didn't have some folk walk away from me. And some of them still talking about me. But I can make it without them. When they see me at Jewel, I'm in aisle 15, they go down aisle 17. They don't want to talk to me. I can still live. When they see me, they throw darts at my picture. Guess what? I can still live. But if the Lord says, I ain't going to be with you no more. I can't live. He said, this is it. I'm not going to be with you anymore. Why? Keep going. Unless, Unless you destroy the curse from among you. That's the one thing I love about God. God will destine us to doom, but he'll give us a way out. Amen. Amen. He said, I ain't going to be with you. Unless you get the sin out the camp. Keep going. Get up. Get up. Sanctify the people. Sanctify the people. And say, sanctify yourselves for tomorrow. Because thus says the Lord God of Israel. There's an accursed thing in your midst. Keep going. Oh, Israel, you cannot stand before your enemies until you take away the accursed thing from among you. Keep going. In the morning, therefore, you shall be brought according to your tribes. And shall be that the tribe which the Lord shall take come according to families. Keep reading. And the family which the Lord takes shall come by households. And the household which the Lord takes shall come man by man. Now, you know, at this point, it's getting a little deep. Especially if you know you got some stuff in your house that don't belong to you. He says what? Keep going. Then it shall be that he who is taken with the curse he that shall, is taken keep going shall be burned with fire he and all that he has because he has transgressed the covenant of the Lord keep reading and because he has done a disgraceful thing in Israel so Joshua rose early in the morning and brought Israel by their tribes and the tribe of Judah was taken he brought the clan of Judah and he took the family of the Zarhites and he brought the family of the Zarhites man by man and Zebedee was taken keep going then he brought his household man by man and Achan the son of Carmi the son of Zabdi the son of Zerai of the tribe of Judah was taken keep going now Joshua said to Achan what did what did Joshua say to Achan what did he say to him my son my son I beg you give glory to the Lord God of Israel and make confession to him and tell me now what you have done do not hide it from me. 
and Akon but answered Joshua. What did he say? Said, indeed, indeed, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel, and this is what I have done. When I saw among the spoils. But what happened? When I saw among the spoils. Sometimes the very things that we see, we need to keep moving. Amen. Because if we look at it for too long, we're going to want to touch it. He said, the thing that I saw, keep going. A beautiful Babylonian garment. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, Dion. You know, it almost like he's, uh, he's going to give some justification. You know, you, you got to understand why I took this. It just wasn't a Babylonian uh, garment. It was beautiful. Anybody would have took it. Beautiful, keep going. 200 shekels of silver. And a wedge of gold. Now, wait a minute. What did the Lord say don't touch? The silver and gold. Didn't he say don't touch that stuff? He said don't touch it. If you don't touch it, I, get, I give you the victory. Just don't touch it. Mm. Keep reading. Weighing 50 shekels, I covered them and took them. He said I desired them and I took them. Keep going. And there they are. And there they are. Hidden in the earth, in the midst of He hid it in the earth. Where? In the midst of my tent. He thought nobody was going to find out. You know, sometimes people do things, and because nobody sees it, they believe that nobody knows. And it doesn't matter if we fool everybody. That's right. If God knows, Amen. somebody knows. Amen. Keep reading, Amen. Brother Dion. With the silver under it. So Joshua sent messengers, and they ran to the tent. And there it was, hidden in this tent, with the silver under it. And they took them from the midst of the tent, brought them to Joshua and to all the children of Israel, and laid them out before the Lord. Now here it is. You standing there, knowing you wrong. All the stuff laid out. And you know everybody was watching this thing. And all you had to do was walk in faith. And obedience. Amen. Amen. And none of this would have happened. Keep going. Then Joshua. Then Joshua. And all Israel. And all of Israel. Took Achan, the son of Zerah. Keep going. The silver, the garment, the wedge of gold, his sons, his daughters, his oxen, his donkeys, his sheep, his tent, and all that he had. And they brought them to the valley of Achor. Now, just stop that. You know, I was thinking about something. Ain't you glad that God gives us grace? Amen. Amen. Can you imagine if somebody in your family did wrong and now you about to die because they did wrong? Can you read that verse again? Now, now look, now, I want you to see something. Look how we sometimes put little over a lot but when we're looking at it it appears that we just need this although God has given us all of that I want you to look at the eye how the eye is the greed what what does it say then Joshua then Joshua and all of Israel and all of Israel with him took Achan mm -hmm. the son of Zerah keep going the silver the garment they took the silver the garment the wedge of gold the wedge of gold his son. Now, now watch. Now you see it says the silver, the garment, 
and the wedge of gold. You see that? Yes. Now it's about to change and it's about to become personal. What's the next word? His son. His son now. Now, now since you have disobeyed God, it's about to get real in your life. He took his son. His daughters. His daughters. His oxen. His oxen. His donkey. His donkey. His sheep. His sheep. His tent. Now y'all know how they made money, right? He took his livestock. Keep going. And all that he had. And all that he had. And they brought them to the valley of Achor. They brought them to the valley. Keep going. And Joshua said. Joshua said. Why have you troubled us? Why have you troubled us? The, tr the Lord will trouble you this day. Keep going. So all Israel stoned him with stones. And they burned them with fire. After they had stoned them with stones. Then they raised over him a great heap of stones. Still there to this day. So the Lord turned from the fierceness of his anger. Therefore, the name of that place has been called the Valley of Acor to this day. A little silver, a little gold, and a little garment costed him his life. He had to give up everything. Isn't it something how God just asked us to give up a little? And we have a problem with that. But then we risk things to lose everything. I just wanted to bring to your attention today that just because God delivered us yesterday, it doesn't mean that we can take our focus off of him and think that he's going to deliver us tomorrow. Because he still requires us to walk in faith and obedience regardless of what we are going through sometimes we look at what god has done for us and we believe that we're okay because he gave us favor but the message that we just saw today is these individuals they were blessed mm -hmm. but when they crossed god the wrong way they couldn't go any further until the sin got out of the camp Amen. sometimes our healing cannot go any further until we get the sin out of our camp. Sometimes our blessings are going to start to slow down. They're going to come to a trickle until we get the sin out of our camp. And sometimes the sin is right here. Amen. Amen. Don't sell God out for a little bit because he's worth way more than that to your life. Amen. And you know what? This may not make any sense, but let things start to happen in your life that you can't control. You're going to need some Jesus to bring some sanity into your life. I'm here to tell you today that we all fall short. But when we fall, we need to get back up. We need to keep moving. This is the answer to some folk prayer. You've been wondering why things ain't been coming together. Because God said your life ain't together. You asking for a husband, but you having relations with the dude you kicking with.
Y'all ain't saying this, are you? You want a beautiful wife, but you got three women that you messing with. Somebody said, I thought he said he was getting out of here. Are y'all, y'all understanding this? If you want to progress, you got to stop. I like that. Sister Patricia said, if you want to progress, you got to stop the mess. You got to take the sin out of your life. Do y'all see this message? That, that sin is blocking us from our blessings. But, but, but let me tell you. A lot of times we don't realize it. Why? Because he's so good. You know, I often think, you know, uh, you guys know I used to work for a big company for 27 years. When I think back on that, I don't know how I stayed there for 27 years. Well, well, a a better statement is I don't know how they allowed me to stay there for 27 years. You know, I work with some of the smartest people around in the state. And I was there. But I realized it wasn't because of my intellect. It was because God gave me favor. Amen. He was Amen. good to me. Say it, brother. Say it. I can't Go. repay God for what he's done for me in my life. Thank you, Jesus. You know, Thank you me. know some folk who were on crack. They were on alcohol. Now they don't like crack. They don't like alcohol. You can't give them the credit. You got to give all the credit to God because Amen. he's the one that's Amen. doing it. Amen. I just wanted to teach you a lesson today. I was so excited to get here. Yes, I wanted to sing. It sounded so good. But I couldn't wait to my turn. Because I wanted you to see a lot of blessings we're missing because we got sin in our lives. And let me tell you, sin will drive you out of your mind. The way of the transgressor is hard. A lot of us, we're worried about the sin that we have. It's easier to live, for, to live for Jesus than it is to live for Satan. If you want to be blessed, get it out your life. You may wonder, how do I get it out my life? Turn to Jesus. And let me tell you, it's difficult. Because we are so accustomed and used to doing what we want to do. How do I know? I'm going to go way back to the beginning. You remember I asked you a question? I said, how many of you all think that you're not going to see tomorrow? Nobody raised their hand. Because why? We feel like no matter how we live, God is still going to bless us. But imagine if God said, somebody going to die today. But whoever turned their problems over to me, whoever turns their life over to me, I'll lengthen their lives. You know, he's done that before. I'll lengthen the threads of their life. I just want them to come to me. What's in your life right now that's worth you keeping and shutting God out? Who in your life is worth you keeping and shutting God out? Because if I'm shacking, God ain't there at my house. And we don't need to shack full time. We got part time shackers too. He said that's on the weekend, huh? 
I'm almost done, y'all. Somebody said he meddling now. That ain't called preaching. That's called meddling. <laughs> but if you think about what we talked about, God gave them the victory. They, they had everything. He gave them the victory. Uh, he said, just don't touch my stuff. This is yours. Run. It's yours. Just don't touch my stuff. But guess what? His stuff looked good. They wanted it. I don't even want us to stand today. I want us to remain seated. And I want you to think today, what's in your life that you need God to remove? What sin is there that you need God to remove? I don't care what it is. And don't let the devil start whispering to you, well, look, 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 all you do is lie a little bit. Everybody lie a little bit. <laughs> even Abraham told a lie. It's in the Bible. No, don't get like that. Don't get like that. Whatever it is that you need God to remove out your life, ask him to do it. But I need you to understand something. It may hurt you. It hurts when God takes away some stuff that we don't supposed to have, but that we love to have. But you have to keep pushing and pressing forward. Don't let sin separate you from God. Don't you want it to be where when you call on God, you know he hears your voice? Don't you want it to be where when you get out of the car and you see that the environment doesn't look that safe, you feel like you're covered with the blood of Jesus and you ain't got to worry about nothing anyway? Don't you want to be where you, uh, you got a house note, you still got a car note, and you go in your boss's office and they tell you they're laying you off, and you just look at them and say, well, hey, I thank you for the opportunity to work for you. You can shake their hand, and you can go and get on your computer and look for another job without going home, getting your pistol, going back up to the job and trying to shoot everybody up in the place. We need to get the sin out of our lives. Did it make sense to y'all today? They had the victory. All they needed to do was to keep walking in faith and obedience. Don't let Satan convince you to come back to him after God has delivered you from some stuff that you didn't need in your life. What you got for me? Y'all got something for me? You gonna see what something? Uh, 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 y'all can think about it. I'm gonna get an invitation. <laughs> y'all think about it. You got like 30 seconds. If you're not a child of God, you come by hearing the word. Believing that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Repent of your sins, which means to do a 180. Some folks say do a 360. It's not a 360. If you do a 360, you're going to do a circle. You're going to start here, and you're going to end here. You want to do a 180. You want to turn and walk in the other direction. Confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and be buried with him in a watery grave of baptism. Again, we all go through things. We all fall short. Don't, don't worry about that, that part. What you do is focus on, I need God to cleanse me. I need him to get that mess out of me. Sometimes it ain't that you got to steal. It ain't that you got to uh, be, a, be a drunk. You, 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 you ain't, you ain't got to be a liar. Sometimes it's just that we don't even have a, enough faith to walk with God. The Bible says, for without faith, it's not even possible to please him. I want us to be real true with each other. You don't need, uh, 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 with God rather, you don't need to tell me what your issue is. But if you know you need prayer, if there's some things you're struggling with, just come up here and let's pray together. You don't have to tell nobody what you're struggling with. You know, because the only thing that that's going to do is plant a seed in their mind so they can go and get out of here and talk to somebody else about your, your struggle. You don't have to tell nobody what your struggle is. They can't help you talk to Jesus about it. But we can pray together. Don't let sin block your blessings. Look how good God is to you. 
Your blessings are flowing. Don't block your blessings with sin, thinking that, well, he's going to do it for me anyway because God is good. He is good. But God also has a nature to whereas if he want to bring us to our knees, he can. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't want God to bring me to my knees. He's somebody that I don't want to play with like that. We got to respect him because God can put us in a situation where we wish death will come and get us and death will be running from us saying, I ain't going to have nothing to do with you. <laughs> That's in the Bible too. It's in the book of Revelation. Check that out. God is so tough, death is scared. You know what you got now? I got it. You got it? Yeah, let's go. You know, let's, let's do this thing then. <laughs> we want to sing. And what we're going to do is you're going to sit down. But if you know you need prayer, you come on down here. You see what the Bible says. I just wanted to show you what the Bible Like I said, I, 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 didn't, I wasn't going to just, just preach, preach, preach to you. I wanted to teach you something. I love teaching the Bible, y'all. It's so, it's so amazing because you stop and think. Listen, if you're waiting on a blessing... How you living? Before you keep saying, Lord, are you hearing me? Lord, I'm waiting. Lord, it haven't showed up. Lord, I need it. How are you living? How you going to blame God and you ain't living right? Get the sin out the camp. What you got for us, John? Pass me not, O oh gentle Savior, oh why don't you hear?